afternoon, Sangha. Can you hear me? Great. So we will continue with our metta practice. And um, so today, on the board, it says that we're still on friend on the board in the teacher room. We have a big old spreadsheet up on the wall. And it was F for yesterday and F for today. That means friend. I'm hoping that's correct. So, um, actually, I wanted to say a few words about how we might evoke a sense of metta in our heart. Not that we have to, even just practicing with the intention, uh, I would like to uh, develop a mental habit pattern, a heart-mind habit pattern of benevolence. Just that intention. And that's fundamentally, fundamentally the intention that we have when we do metta. So, that in and of itself is a very wholesome thing to do. And we don't necessarily have to feel the sense of benevolence or goodwill in our heart, but it's always nice if we do. It's an added little uh, pleasure because metta really feels good in the heart and mind. So I want to talk about four ways that we can generate metta. And, uh, you know, none of this is... Um, written in stone. It's just some good advice both from the suttas and also from modern um, psychology. So the first way that we have been uh, we have been we have been uh, practicing is by using words. And we have the classic words and we have the words of those great Meta teachers like uh, Sharon Salzberg and Sylvia Borstein and others in our Buddhist tradition. And we know what those are. Another way, and this is something that really worked for me, particularly around the friend category, I was thinking, who should I pick as a friend? And, you know, there are various people we could pick as friends. But then the thought came to me, who was really there for me when I needed them? And I thought of someone I actually don't see very much, but wow. You know, I'll tell you, this is probably TMI, but, you know, she helped me move my furniture out of the house when I was getting a divorce. That's a pretty... So someone who would be there for you during something like that. You know, she really has a very special place in my heart of being there when I really needed her. So uh, that's a memory came that came to mind. So when we're trying to think of a friend, you might think of someone, not necessarily who helped you move your furniture, but maybe who was there for you in a pinch. He, she, or them, who might have been there for you when you needed them. So a memory, 
and a memory of friendship might help you generate the benevolent feelings towards this person. So that's the second way. The first way is to use the phrases. The second way is to have a memory. The third way is creative imagination. So you might think of some time, maybe it's a combination of memory or bringing that to the present. Some time that you were really at your happiest, maybe with a dear friend or, you know, that includes, of course, relatives and, um, and you might just imagine that situation when you're with that person. Maybe that you're with that person right now, just imagining that. Something that you really love to do. Even, you know, going to a Dharma talk with someone. Actually, I'm feeling quite friendly to all of you guys. We're, we are Sangha right now, and that to me is like very deep, deep good company. Or it might be someone you, you know, went to the show with, someone you went snorkeling with, you took a nice long walk with, you made a meal with, or something like that. That's a third way, creative imagination. And then the fourth way is a body memory. You know, our bodies have memories and our bodies definitely, as we have been seeing very, very clearly here, we have been, uh, our bodies have expressions of emotions and energetic you know, energetic expressions. So we could think of a time where our body felt really well. Maybe after a massage or some kind of treatment or just feeling feeling really at ease. A kinesthetic memory we could bring in to help us generate a sense of benevolence. So I'm going to start with ourselves and then go to the benefactor. And then I'm not going to do a lot of guidance, a lot of talking, because I'm sure many of you are to the point where you don't need a lot of guidance. But let's start. Just start by remembering our own goodness. All that you had to do to find yourself here for a month or two months. All the things that you had to arrange. All the things that you might be giving up right now. The Broncos and the Panthers. <laughs> I'll tell you for sure that the uh, Denver Panthers are going to win the game today. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you not into football, that's, a, that's both teams together. <laughs> So, um, 
just remembering our own goodness and sending, feeling our goodwill. We might imagine flower petals just raining over us, the metta, our own metta sending our, uh, coming from our own hearts back to ourselves coming out of our hearts and just over our heads and raining down rose petals of the feeling of benevolence towards ourselves. May I be safe and protected. Happy and peaceful. healthy and strong, however that looks in, like in this body. May I live with ease. May I give love May I receive love. Really tapping into this energetic field right here on our seat. So lovable, so deserving of love. May I be safe and protected from inner and outer danger. Happy and peaceful. healthy and strong.
May I live with ease. May I give and receive all the love that I need. Now moving to a benefactor. It could be someone in our lives, a mentor, a relative, or maybe an archetypal spiritual figure who inspires us. Maybe it's the Buddha. Maybe it's Tunan Sain, the indigenous female deity, also known as the Blessed Virgin Mary. Maybe it's Yahweh or Jesus. Imagine them just sending us unconditional love. You deserve to be happy. May you be happy. Maybe it's Nelson Mandela or Martin Luther King. Or our grandmother. You deserve to be happy. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful. They're sending us their unconditional love. May you be healthy and strong. And may your life be easy. May you take care of yourself well. May you give love and receive love. Imagine that they see every part of us. 
all those parts that we're not so proud of, all those times that maybe we weren't at our best, they're just seeing every little inch of that and just loving us so completely, loving every inch of us. You deserve to be happy. May your happiness never end. Feeling filled with their unconditional love. Wash with acceptance and good wishes. Now turning to a friend. Maybe someone who was there for us in a pinch. Or someone in our lives right now who we can always count on. Someone who always asks how we're doing. Who's always inquiring about our well-being. And so we Send them our good wishes, friend, we can imagine them sitting across from us, or remember a time that we were together. Or imagine right now that we're doing something that they really enjoy. We're watching the sunset or the waves come in. can remember how our body felt, the sense of safety and being seen, being gotten, and offering that to our dear friend, 
May we be safe and protected. May you be happy. May you be healthy and strong. May you have what you need to take care of yourself. May you give and receive love. We can touch ourselves for a little oxytocin to be released. May you 
be safe and protected from inner danger and outer danger. May be happy. If you feel loving kindness in your heart, you can make that your anchor for a minute. If not, that's fine. Just say the phrases over with a deep intention and just let that let that be in your heart.
Now maybe taking another friend into your mind. Let's see if anybody comes to mind. Sitting, he, she, and them across from you. Smiling at you, you smiling back. Just send them your goodwill, your friendliness, your wishes that they are happy. May you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you have what you need. May you give love and receive love.
coming back when our mind wanders to the deep intention of benevolence, sending our love, our friendship to our dear friend across from us. May you be safe and protected. May you be happy, healthy. May you take care of yourself well. Here's a poem by Naomi Shahab Nye, Kindness. Before you know what kindness really is, 
You must lose things. Feel the future dissolve in a moment like salt in a weakened broth. What you held in your hand and what you counted and carefully saved. All this must go so you know how desolate the landscape can be between the regions of kindness. How you ride and ride thinking the bus will never stop. The passengers eating maize and chicken will stare out the window forever. Before you learn the tender gravity of kindness, you must travel where the Indian in a white poncho lies dead by the side of the road. You must see how this could be you, how they too were someone who journeyed through the night with plans and the simple breath that kept them alive. Before you know kindness as the deepest thing inside, you must know sorrow as the other deepest thing. You must wake up with sorrow. You must speak to it until your voice catches the thread of all sorrows and you see the size of the cloth. Then it is only kindness that makes sense anymore. Only kindness that ties your shoes and sends you out into the day to mail letters and purchase bread. Only kindness that raises its head from the crowd of the world to say, it is I you have been looking for, and then goes with you everywhere like a shadow or a friend. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.